Jody, I need uh, some female help here, I think, possibly. Okay. So you're not able to help yourself in this department, huh? No, no. I tried, and I don't get it. All right, Sam. Um, Lately on Netflix, when I'm flipping around trying to find something. This is a problem? You know, this is funny. It kind of reminds me of when my parents first got cable. (laughs) They got 300 channels and ain't nothing to watch. (laughs) It's like Netflix. I've got every movie at my disposal, and I still can't find something. You can spend the whole night scrolling. That's what's funny. No, 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 That's embarrassing. That's almost like, really? How hard am I to please? Hey, look, they say that's the new source of stress in our lives too many choices netflix right? so no I, not netflix no. just choices i wound up going to you know one of my safe movies one i like to watch which is love actually christmas is a time to be with the people you love there's natalie with you are you seeing cows uh, i suppose i could who's in and, this everybody it's liam neeson is in this <laughs> liam oh yeah right. <laughs> Hugh Grant. Yeah. yeah um, oh. What's his face who just passed away recently? Snape, I want to Snape, say Snape. Yes, Snape. he's in it. Everybody's in this. Yeah, it's, it's just, a wonderful. It's, Emma, Emma Thompson. It's is set in at it. Christmas time, so everybody says it's a Christmas movie. It's just a, a, it's a, like a bunch of different love stories going on at once. Okay. Yeah. And when I finished watching that, I fell back on another comfortable movie, and that was 50 First Dates. You had planned and a life. Before you met me, and now all you have time for is to make me fall in love with you and every day. I, I don't know. I don't know why. I just. I don't know if it was because of the comfort or the safety. No, yeah. I know why. Why? It's because of Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. It's because of Drew Barrymore. Oh, right. Drew Barrymore's well, not in, in love. She's not in love, love actually. No, no. Fifty First States. Oh yeah, she's in that one. Yeah, but he's saying, why are you gravitating to those kind of movies right yeah. now? And then I, it's like I couldn't find any others I wanted, so I found Serendipity, and I wound up watching that one. <laughs> you need I help. Love that. Give it I never thought about it. Will you give me your phone number? Don't think about it. Just say the first thing that pops into your head. You have beautiful eyes. That's John Cusack. I, I yeah, John love Cusack. that movie. And Kate Beckinsale. And after I watched it, it's like, oh, this has gone on the list. You for are me. on a chick flick thing. You're on a chick flick. Is binge. it because I'm single? Or is it- I don't know. <laughs> it's because no one's looking over your shoulder? <laughs> I, I mean, that's... I've got those movies and I've got my 50 cats. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think that's actually kind of telling and very sweet. Yeah. I mean, I think the... You hear that, ladies? Yeah. <laughs> telling and sweet. That's right. Jody it's... says Sam is sweet. I gravitate to certain things at times and at times I'm in the mood for that. Yeah. So you must be having like just a softness... Yeah, that must be it. <laughs> Probably. Or they're just kind of mindless. They're easy movies to watch. Hey, they're you know, not mindless. They're good movies. They make you think, actually. Okay. And, Love, and, actually. And Murphy, yeah. they, they make you cry, too. <laughs> right. Sam, I forgot to tell you, I am really proud of my father. Um, you know, my mother passed away in April, as you know, and mm-hmm. so this is still, it's a process. It will be a long time, a long grieving process, but he's doing really well. Very happy about that. And as a family unit, we're all very close. He's made a big change in his life. He What's now he, doing? he now actually has an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> he, well, previ- what did he have before? Previously, it was the old school with the numbers, the touchpad. You know, the, just, was it a flip or could, just old? Face? It was kind of like that old Nokia-looking phone. You could text on it if you tried hard enough. Well, you had to text by hitting, like, if you yes. wanted the letter C, it had to be A, B, C. Right. I mean, you remember, like, in the early 2000s, that was like a skill set to have, man. But I can bang that stuff out with those keys. Yeah. Um, so now he he's, he's an official smartphone user, yeah. which I... I love, and he's pumped about it, and it was kind of funny to me. The reason he never made the change before was literally because my mother was just satisfied. She said, no, we just need a phone. That's all we need. Yeah. And so he kind of just went with the flow. you know. So now he's texting, which he thinks is super cool, which is an easy way to get pictures back and forth and that kind of stuff. Right. And so, you know, 
he's all he's always been very tech savvy loves email very much into social media keeps up with the family on facebook and all that but um this is like that next step for him so he feels like he can do more when he's walking around than just mm-hmm. call so did he yeah. get the latest uh versions yeah, I mean it's it's I mean, a, it it's, looks it, like the yeah, latest. It's, it's the late. It's not like the highest end max capacity kind of iPhone. It's yeah. that it's that model that it's still and every app he could ever need or want. And he got an iPhone, right? Oh, this I see what you're getting at. Yeah, and he got an iPhone. Well, my sister uses iPhone. Jody and I are Android people. Whatever, you, know, <laughs> you can still text back and forth between the I, two. I my one thing is that when he showed it to us and he pulled it off that counter and I saw it and I was like, Dane, that's ooh. And he was like, Yeah, I got an iPhone. My father's name is Dane. We call yeah. him Dane. And it made me so nervous because it wasn't in a case, and it's so sleek oh, and yeah, beautiful. That, yeah. But I'm not. I'm his daughter-in-law. I'm not about to go. Uh, you know, you need a. I wasn't going to do that. You know, you need a case. But it makes me nervous. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's a good idea. We need to do that because we've had the bazillion experiences. And the more you carry it, when when you don't have one of those in a case, you're asking for trouble. You can't I think undo about it that. if it gets cracked. Right. right. So Sam, do you think your mother will ever use? An iPhone? Oh, yeah. She has an iPhone. Oh, oh she's already ahead of that curve. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Right, okay. Judy. I yeah. just kind of assumed she was like the anti. Yeah, since she was 72. Hey! <laughs> we love hearing from you. Be a part of the show anytime. If you want to get in on the conversation, it's 877-310-4MSJ. And apparently Sam, somebody, well, Colleen, is a little freaked out by you, mm. especially your evil laugh. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, the producer's mailbag. Emily, what's in your bag? Colleen says, I know this may not have been what you were going for, yeah. but after the segment where Sam shared his evil laugh, we turned off our radio. Oh. What happened? And the kids and I practiced our evil laughs oh. all the way to uh. VBS. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, poor I was BBS. wondering if I was scaring kids there for a That's second. What I thought too, you know, between uh, the organ and the thunder. Every time Sam does his evil laugh, you hear an organ and thunder. You we know? all did an evil laugh because our Taylor, our oldest daughter, is um, she's playing Cruella Deville this week in a play, and so she's been working on hers. And I was realizing, man, who has the best evil laugh that I know? Mister Sam. Mister Sam, would you like <clears throat> to get give it to us again here, Sam? Warm up. <laughs> <coughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> Colleen, don't turn off the radio. Yeah, here we go. Cue the thunder. <laughs> okay, there's Santa. Murphy yeah. always chimes in as Santa. Yeah. He sounds exactly like Santa. I know he does. Well, you know, a lot of jolly over there. I'm just glad, Colleen, that we didn't like scare the kids. I'm right. glad that you had your own fun based on what Mr. Sam over here was That's doing. That's a fun yeah. car game. Colleen goes on to say, I feel like y'all will appreciate the quality family time and rest assured we turn the radio back on. Okay, Yay. Yeah. I wonder how they appreciated that at VBS when the kids showed up and probably continued the <laughs> evil laugh. Well, it's not the place to practice an evil laugh <laughs> it's at not. Bible school. Uh, reach out to us anytime. We love hearing from you. Thanks again, Colleen. Murphy, Sam, and Jody.com. I want to say that I have never been the kind to ask any man to watch a romantic type movie with me. I, I, I'm not that girl. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Jody, I mean, I will admit Jody has always been really cool. If you want to watch it, you can. I, would, I think you would like it, but, you know. Or mostly, or some of them I don't think you would like. Um, but Murphy watched something with me the other night that I thought was the sweetest thing ever because I really didn't want to watch it alone. A romantic movie? No. Um, okay, let me first take you back to my childhood for a split second and explain to you why this means something to me. 
when um, I was a little girl, my dad's favorite thing to watch on TV, he didn't watch a lot of TV, he would love to watch the animal shows about... Help me with the name of the show. Oh, just like uh, Wild, Wild Kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah. Thank you. Which at that time was the only animal show, right? <laughs> yeah. That was like the original before and Discovery would, and Animal Planet. When he would turn that on, everybody else in the house would scatter. Yeah. But I would go sit right by him. Hence, the, that began my love for nature or whatever. You know, I'm a country girl. Mm-hmm. So we have been, Murphy and I, fast forward to today, enjoying all the owls around our house that we see flying at night and, and making noise at night. Right. And they're barn owls. So I'm flipping around on Netflix the other night, and there's a documentary about owls. <sighs> Specifically, a barn owl. Barn owls. owls. Like, like, two wow, of what are the them. odds of this? It's called owl power uh, yeah, yeah. because they have sweet. they do have like really cool powers that no other animal creatures in this world have and it's all about that, that they can read minds including the fact that when they fly I mean they're such good hunters because the prey like they, they can't even be heard they're so quiet <clears throat> and part of the documentary took you into that studio <clears throat> Murphy remember something Lloyd and Rose have noticed with their 11 year old barn owl <clears throat> Kenza when she flies across the meadow She's mysteriously quiet. Ah, isn't it lovely? It's How great. quiet is a hunting barn owl? I don't know. <laughs> it's peaceful, Sam. To find out, Kenza. Lloyd's taken Kenza to a special studio. Okay, okay, okay. To- <laughs> anyway, so what happens it was is lovely. when the owl flies, you don't hear a thing. Every other bird that they flew made noise. The barn owl, I guess, is very stealth in the way that it flies. And so Kenza impressed us all that night, there Sam. You go. <laughs> anyway, it's very relaxing and lovely. And I thought, this man must love me to watch this with me. So you had absolutely nothing to do that night, right? I loved it. It was so relaxing and sweet. You know, I didn't know that an owl's face is shaped like a satellite dish so it can hear. Oh. Everything. Wow. Yeah, cool? we learned a lot. Although it's so relaxing that I fell asleep with eight minutes to go. Remember? We have eight more minutes of that documentary watch. Well, lucky you, Murphy. (laughs) Eight more minutes of sleeping time. So just want to say thank you. We got it together, didn't we? Sam mentioned something that I I just, I've been thinking about this a lot, and I really don't think that anybody (laughs) I've been on your mind. Yes, you have, Sam. Yeah, in the the dating world, uh, and you're just kind of playing the whole field casual now after three marriages, you know, which is good. Take your time. No rush. But your question to me and Jody on Tuesday was, should we, how, how do we feel about you dating younger women again? And to me, it's like, it really, the more I think about it, it shouldn't matter at all. And yeah. no and no one should judge you for that. That's you should, good. You should be able to just, you know, date who you want to as, as long as there's a connection and yeah. you have something you can relate to. What's the difference, right? Okay. Yeah. That's funny because on Tuesday, Murphy had mu- music jokes, Justin Bieber and Jonas Brothers. I know. Jokes. I was teasing you <laughs> a lot. But <laughs> I don't think that anybody else's opinion really matters, but I think that you'll know if it's too young immediately if you have nothing to talk about. As, as I guess, as Sam 2.0 now, I would think that I probably wouldn't go as young as I went before. I wouldn't date as younger as I did before. Nice. I mean, but yeah, like Murphy said, if it happened to be the person, the right person, and right. age is just a number. Remember the best thing that you can remember here about about the age thing is just make sure she's a grown she's a grown up. Hang and on. She, Let me write this down. And she knows who she is. Yeah. That's the best kind of woman <clears throat> you could get to know. Okay. Or like Celine Dion and no, her husband. You know, they were how far apart were they in age? Seventeen years, At least something like 17 that. Seventeen years. And and you know, and they had a lifetime of joy now I because he was bring much. That up. Well, I'm just saying. You're saying that, Celine's but, available. <laughs> that's, that's not why I'm bringing up okay. Celine Dion. I'm just saying that's an example of an age difference that some people would go. Well, in fact, actually, yeah. remember people early on were kind of like, well, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. 
But you know what? I mean, they were two um, adults, and they had a wonderful life together. It's a shame she lost him as early as she did. I don't know if that's the best example, because she never had any other boyfriend like in her life. Oh. She he, That was it. And you certainly have history with other people. But um, this came to light because somebody reached out to you. That's yeah, somebody that was about... 16 years younger than me. Yeah. Started chatting back and forth. And you're interested? Uh, yeah. And, but it, What's it, going on then? It's just, it was basically has been chatting. It hasn't gone into, I'm not interested enough to go to the next step like, hey, do you want to? It's, oh. I, I understand. Well, that's good then. See, that's yeah. your choice. Good call. Nothing was said or, you know, nothing tipped me off like, okay, back away. It's just conversation and that's it. Are you waiting for her to make the move like no. you often do? Or no. Are you going to make a move if you decide no, you that, want to? There's going to be no move. Okay. Yeah. Let's see how everybody else feels about the dating a, a younger woman. We have a bunch of responses for you on our Facebook page. We'll do that next in the producer's mailbag. Our single Sam uh, getting some a lot of interest, right, on the dating websites? Well, it's uh, hard to contain this. Okay, okay, okay. But the question is... How does everybody feel about you dating someone younger because you got some interest from a, a, a person who's about 16 years younger than you? Yes. Yeah. I don't think I don't think anybody should judge you for it. Yeah, your life, your call, right? So what do you think? Murphy, Sam, and Jody, the producer's mailbag. David, what do you have today? Well, Michelle tells us, age doesn't matter as long as the two of you are happy, but she's got to realize that you and your kids are a package deal. Boom. Yeah, Michelle. that's a good point. That's true. Yeah. That's another thing that will be a factor with a younger woman if she's not been down that road. She doesn't have children yet or, yeah. or doesn't have children, period. Well, I mean, that would be made known up front that... Uh, I know. Well, the thing is, if they're 30-something, they, you know, they may have children. It could be a Brady Bunch situation. Right. Thank you, Michelle. And Cindy says, age is just a silly little number to let us know how long we have been on this planet. Mm. Maturity is the whole other issue. For example, I'm 55 in people years, but my maturity number is five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I guess the maturity level, I might be younger than her. <laughs> well, she continues to say. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. <laughs> uh, as long as Sam is happy and she is happy, there should be no problem. Age is of no issue. Okay. And Natasha, this is my favorite. Natasha says, I want to know, is win a date with Sam a thing? <laughs> Can it be? <laughs> Only it's if you're 16 years younger. Hey! <laughs> it's not a thing. Not when a day. Nobody's Sorry. laughing here. Hello. Okay. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. You know what? We, we, I've said this before, and it. I guess it, re- it really doesn't matter, but you do need to be matched. It's not a number, but you need to be... Yeah. It needs to match, and she needs to know who she is. Right. If you start dating somebody so much younger that doesn't know who they are, that's going to be difficult for you. Yeah. Because you certainly probably know yourself better now than you ever have, right, Sam? Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It only took three marriages, but I got it figured out now. Mm, we love hearing from you. Thank you for the email. Send them to us anytime. Reach out, murphysamandjody.com, or you can call or text 877-310-4MSJ. You ever have a friend or a coworker that always uses like sayings, quotes, yes, Some people cliches, cliches, right? Exactly. Of course, we've we've had our share. We've had a couple of those, and a, a couple who we really love. We actually have one that we know that does so many. It's we love him for my it favorite he's funny. from him was you can't get the chocolate out of the milk. <laughs> he said that to me once. <laughs> well, do you know that Sam sent me? I found this email from six years ago that Sam sent me after Ooh. we had a, we had a meeting with one of those guys. It was six of, years a, ago, right? Yeah, six years ago. And you're, the email, the subject line says, "You know, this is my recap of today," and it's all the cliches from that meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. okay. Uh, the first one is got to move that peanut along. <laughs> uh, get on your bus and ride it. <laughs> Make it nice. Put some cheese on top. <laughs> wait, wait. This was a guy you were meeting with, and he was about making things happen. Obviously, yeah. he was trying to. You know, he was trying to help us with something that His we were trying to get accomplished. start with a D. Yes. Okay. Um, he's just trying to polish the penny. <laughs> Looking to get more people on the boat. <laughs> uh, Make it make it interchangeable. Let's make it Garanimals and <laughs> plug it in to fix the problem. Oh, jeez. What does that even mean? I don't know. Um, you get a tuna sandwich that goes bad on the porch of one day. What you need are frozen steaks you can take out and cook when you're ready. <laughs> I don't even know what that hey, means. What was I typing? <laughs> no, no, no. He said I it know, all. But you obviously typed it while he man, said it. It must, must have been, been an awesome meeting. You couldn't make that up. Um, he said, I'm trying to, to light a fire for you. I'm trying to seed a new field for you to eat out of. And then the final one, which is the old life cereal reference, let's give it to Mikey and make him like it. <laughs> Man, I missed that guy. We, so, we those ran were in, all in one meeting. Jeez. We ran into him in a burger uh, joint. I love that? him. I know that. And he, he threw a line at us. Yeah. Like, he can't talk without doing a cliche that he conjured. All right. Well, let's push this peanut along. <laughs> What is your favorite gentleman tradition? Opening the car door, holding... I love holding the umbrella over me when it rains. That's a favorite. We want to hear yours. 877-310-4MSJ. What's yours, Lisa? A gentleman that goes to our church, he will not get in the buffet line and tell every lady who's gone in. Oh. And he'll he'll have men cut in front of him, and he'll just like... He won't say anything, but another woman comes up and he's like, please go. I can't go until you go. Right. <laughs> I love that. I love him. That's lovely. He's awesome. He's, we just celebrated his 90th birthday. Wow. So have you ever had the conversation with him about why he chooses to do it? I mean, you know he does it and know he's because he's a gentleman, but does he have anything to say about it? He said that his mama would reach down from heaven and pop him on the back of the head <laughs> if he did not. Act like a gentleman. And he says that that was just one of the ways he was taught. I love that. (laughs) He'll open the door for you. He'll pick up a book. You know, I mean, he's 90 years old, but he will, if a lady drops the Bible in church, he's over there picking it up for her. Yeah. (laughs) What is his first name? His name is Ray. Ray. Let's celebrate Ray this morning. Yeah, you know, that's got to be the hardest thing to let everybody else go in the buffet first. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just thinking as a guy here. For sure. Yeah. Man, look at all that good food going. Oh, I got to get that. But let the ladies go first. That's the real mark. Thank you, Lisa. You know, it's funny about that, Jody, is, you know, some props to Murphy here. Murphy does the same thing. Have you ever noticed that? I do. Whenever we have office, you know, potlucks here. He's last. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, now that my mother's passed, that's because she'll reach down from heaven and pop me on the back of the head. Just like Ray, right? Aww. Now, you know what? That is the way that I was raised, and I think that that's timeless. I really do. I hope that that's the kind of thing that dads teach not only their sons, but their daughters, too. To expect it or yeah. to and appreciate oh, it, right. it mm-hmm. and say thank you for it. It's a, it is a two-way street. Uh, what are your favorite gentleman traditions? Let us know. We know you've got those good stories. 877-310-4MSJ. Call or text. Right. What is your favorite gentleman tradition? Opening a car door for me will do it for me every time. What about you guys? Not you guys, but 877. I get excited about that too, Jody. <laughs> 877-310-4675. Let us know. You can call or text yours in.
How are you, Leanne? I'm doing great. I love your guys' show. Thank you so much for entertaining me on my 30-minute drive to work. Well, thank you. You're thank you. full of energy. You need to come <laughs> yeah. sit with us. Oh, yes. Um, I Actually, I love my job, so that makes it easier. <laughs> nice. So did you want to talk so, about gentleman um, traditions? Yes. And, you know, my husband, I've been married for 12 years, and he does all those things, and he did all those things, and we dated. And, of course, I was super impressed. But I think it's more impressive when a man does it, and there's nothing for them to gain out of it. If you're, you know, dating somebody, yeah. you know, you're doing these things to impress somebody. Of course, it's great when it carries on after you're married. But I used to work with a young man, and he couldn't have been more than 25 at the time, and um, I'm closer to 40. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, for me, the fact that he opened doors and he would pick up bills, even though I would argue with him, right. and um, for myself and the other lady that worked in the office, and right. he would hold the umbrella for us. I mean, I think yeah. that's, that's super impressive, and that proves that you know these things still happen. Right. Look, actions speak louder than words, and this is for any man listening. Young, it doesn't matter what age you are, you can start to do these things if you don't currently. It speaks volumes. It is attractive. It automatically softens it your heart for a man to do that sort of Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. It does. Absolutely. And this young man had been in the military, um, but I mean, he just, at 25 years old, you know, here's two women that you just work with, right. and here you are, you're taking care of them. I mean, that that speaks volumes for the, for the man, me? period. It's hot. Yeah. It not just, it speaks volumes, it yes, but it's, I'm sorry, it's way hot. <laughs> Chicks dig it. Ladies. It's so attractive. It yeah. just is. Well, in yeah. praise of the good yeah. men. <laughs> Thank you, Leanne. We, uh, we appreciate hearing from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Call or text, or you can reach out to us on Facebook. Ah, uh, gentlemen traditions and their origins. Okay? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about, my, one of my favorites is the man going to the daughter's father and asking permission to marry the daughter. Yeah. I love that. Like crazy, of course, that could not happen for us, Murphy. It never no, could. Jody's dad passed away when she was 16, but I would certainly love for that to be the case for our daughters. Right. When, you know. <gasps> oh my gosh, that's true. You need to let Taylor and Phoebe know. We need to let them know that that's part of the plan, baby. They will be intimidated by Murphy. Whatever yeah. they, I just feel like they will. No, you know, the thing really? is, I want them, they've got to be a gentleman, and to me that makes a big statement. So yeah, when that time comes, absolutely. They'll have a lot to live up to. Yeah. Good news, they'll have to be funny too, because you've been so funny with our daughters over these years. They expect a man to be alpha male, in charge, but fun-loving too. So there's a lot to live up to. Isn't that sweet? It's sweet. Okay, going to that tradition though, it goes way back of asking the father for her hand in marriage. It goes back to when a gentleman would have to, like Victorian days, bring and show his coat of arms and his credentials to show, look, I'm worthy of marrying her. Mm. They would have to go do that to be considered. It was it was outlandish for you to ask a woman to marry you before asking the father and saying, I'm worthy. Maybe that should be my question. I'm sorry, son. I'm going to need to see your coat of arms. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that cool? And your bank statement. A lot of these traditions just date way, way back. You know, if you've if you never even thought about why people do them, there's a reason. So cool. I mm-hmm. love that one. Sam, did you ever ask permission to uh, marry anybody? The first two marriages, yes. <gasps> By the time you get to the third, it's like, nah. <laughs> yeah. And see where it got me, huh? Such, that's lovely that you did that. Yeah. You are a gentleman. You always have been. Made me very nervous, though. Sure. And yeah. you, You're always going to say no. <laughs> you obviously got a yes. You've been married three times. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the traditions, the origin of those traditions, coming up, Faith's got one. She says this one goes way back. 
Can't wait to hear from her. And you can get yours into us too. 877-310-4MSJ. We're talking origins of these gentleman traditions, opening the door, you know, holding an umbrella over it, asking the father for a daughter's hand in marriage. That I love that the origin of that mm-hmm. being bring your coat of arms, show me that you're worthy. <laughs> Some of them are, they may feel old school, but they don't go out of style. No, they you don't. You should absolutely do them. 877-310-4MSJ. Love to hear from you. Morning, Faith. Good morning, everyone. Hi. Hi. On my drive to work, I, I have about an hour and a quarter drive, and I just love Goodness. your show. But Thank I like you. to contribute. Sure. Um, one of my favorite things is uh, having the car door opened and being helped into a vehicle. But I wanted to contribute a little bit to the history of the woman walking on the inside of the sidewalk. Yes. I believe it goes back many, many years to possibly before there was conventional plumbing. With the chamber pot. Mm. The reason a woman walks on the inside was because she would walk underneath the windows to protect her from mm. having chamber pot thrown out and spilled on her. Gross. I always thought it was pr- to protect her from like something on the street, like <laughs> horses. No, it goes way back before the you know, vehicle. <laughs> if he gets the chamber pot, uh oh. <laughs> so much for that day. But, you know, he's easier to clean up. <laughs> I, guess. I guess you're right. Uh, Faith, here's an old thing that people don't do anymore, and it's not really an act of chivalry at all. It's probably just a flirtatious act. And anytime it's ever happened to me, I swear I blush. Because a few times in my life when I've met a man, he grabbed my hand and kissed my hand. <laughs> what? Oh, yes, I know. I that. Isn't that different? It's very different. You don't find yeah. that too forward. It's it, it is, but the man was not overly forward. Okay. It was. I think he was just a classic gentleman, right? And it was such a rare. I felt like something was happening to me from another time. You know, it was nice. Uh, don't you, you feel like your eyes kind of sparkle after that happens? Maybe so. Too. I felt flush. Yeah, I, I've uh, I've experienced that. I guess it's something I got to start trying then, huh? You could, Sam. <laughs> hey, that may be uh, an alternative for you, Sam. It could hook you up with the right one. That's right. Yeah. Walk around kissing hands. Yeah. <laughs> well, be careful this morning, Faye. Thanks for calling. Absolutely. Have a great day. You too. 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to be a part of the show, you can call or text us. We had an interesting little fun moment at the house last night, and I wanted to share it because I think it's a it was probably a a big deal in our kids' lives, <clears throat> and it was completely unplanned and completely innocent. So it was a long. It was like I was tired, Murphy was tired, and and the girls are we're all just hanging out after dinner, and so he starts playing a bunch of music, and um, that's something that we you know we don't do every single night. Sometimes that's really like a weekend thing more than a weekday thing. Yeah, right? just crank it up all of our favorite stuff, and he's playing the Beatles for the girls and all this. Mm-hmm. I come out of the bathroom, out of the shower. <clears throat> I think I had like a towel on my head and my pajamas on, mm-hmm. and he had just kicked off some Stevie Wonder. Very favorite Stevie Wonder for me, really. That song. I mean, how can you feel bad listening to that? You just can't. It's- Timeless, really, is classic. And so he's standing there swaying to it. He it just started. I'm walking out, so we hug each other, and he starts swaying with me. I know you're getting sick, Sam. <laughs> I know you're sick. But so we kind of start slow, whatever, dancing to my yeah. show more. Trying to yeah. figure out what movie this was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I look over my shoulder, and Taylor 
spots us. Phoebe's looking at a screen. Taylor spots us and pokes her and says, you know, look, look over there, look at mom and dad. And they both are looking at us. You don't see this because your back is to them, Murph. Right. Um, they're just smiling and watching it as if we are the movie. And so I finally said, okay, 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 stop. You know, they loved it. Well, you know what? I don't know if they've ever seen us do It's not like you and I dance in the living room regularly. No. You know what I'm saying? No. I don't remember the last time that I actually did. It was just kind of one no, of those No, maybe at a wedding or moments. something like that. Yeah. But they just soaked up that moment. And mm-hmm. I really think they will remember that forever. Yeah. You know, the, us just being casual, but loving each other you know and I think I they just loved moment. it they I, it, loved it i thought it was kind of cool in the moment too it was just really weird it was like out of the all the craziness of the routine all of a sudden boom there was this just kind of moment yeah. that all four of us got to enjoy it's funny about murphy goes to that you don't even realize it when you're you need something to yeah. just take your mind off he, music always works for him yeah. he cranks it so anyway it was sweet and, and it was Stevie nice to works. Da- it was nice to dance with you jody yeah stevie influences love all around the world doesn't he <laughs> That was fun. Sam, you were telling us about your brothers when you were growing up. Your brother had old Star Wars toys. Yes. Now, your mom keeps everything, so I'm still hopeful that there's some Star Wars toys in the attic. Well, you were saying that because he had more than you had, right? Well, you were... (laughs) (laughs) Mom liked him the best. (laughs) No, he had... Yeah, I had the Star Wars collector's cards. Wait, those are still those are good too. They're still they're in the attic. Um, <gasps> they might be worth something. Really? Yeah. So Sam, you've kept your stuff. He just didn't keep his. He I'm... had like the the three story uh, Death Star, and he had uh, some of the characters, the little figures, and he had the speeder, the land speeder. That's yeah. crazy. And I, you know, after we were talking about it last week, I texted him over the weekend, and he says, "I'm stupid. I threw it all away." Oh my god! Unbelievable. You don't want to know what my response was to that. <laughs> That's when you spit out your diet drink. Yeah. A couple of words I can't tell you here. That's the thing. Nobody knew to do that then. I was reading about it this weekend because I'm fascinated. I've never collected anything like this, but I'm fascinated. In 1977, when the movie was in theaters, like Memorial Day weekend, it was 1977, and they realized, oh my gosh, they have a hit on their hands. They had the licensing ability to, like one of the first ones to ever license toys. Yeah, that's the one thing George held on to. Right. They didn't have little figurines ready necessarily for... The Christmas shopping season, but you could buy certificates, and when they did get them, you could cash in and get your toys. Huh. And they were cheaply made, and they weren't very big, and they were, and they cost like a dollar a piece. If you go back <laughs> now, and it's, it's it's still in the box, still in the packaging, not messed with. Good luck. The Darth Vader's, and the, who's the other guy? The good guy, the Obi Wan. Obi Wan Kenobi. Do you want to know what those are worth now? Maybe. about seven thousand dollars for one little thing if it's unopened we had the darth vader we had r2d2 we had uh luke skywalker and the speeder but i mean the thing is we were kids and we played with them so they weren't i know you know that's the interesting thing about it is that i believe that toys are to be played with and not Mm. kept in boxes i believe that there's more value in play but you should call your brother and tell him that they're worth seven grand now and see how he reacts you know one of my favorite I, pop rock people in the world Rick Springfield collects Star Wars yeah. stuff I like to kick back in my pad with my Star Wars action figure collection I actually like the toys more than I like the movies no, I wish that I had that's the Rick Springfield there uh, Jody's talking about who is also yeah, a Star Wars only. collector yeah isn't that crazy he apparently has some of the 
He's got some best really rare ones. Collection. That, that there's only like three yeah. made. And your brother doesn't have those either now. So. No, <laughs> sorry. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Always love to hear from you. And we always love to hear from you at 877-310-4MSJ. You can, of course, inbox us on Facebook also. Hey, Pat. Good morning, Sam. How are you? Good. And you? How are you? I am awesome today. Thank you. Good. What's up? I um, heard about you guys uh, talking about your childhood toys and everything. Yes. And just wanted to share, whenever my dad passed away in 2014, Mm. we found his train that he had gotten for Christmas when he was three years old. Wow. And it's a passenger train. Oh, And wow. it's still in pretty good shape. Uh-huh. And it, when I opened the box and saw it, my face just lit up because I had heard him talk so much about it. Oh, and yeah. uh, I wasn't sure that it was still at the house, but it was. Did y'all try so, uh, putting it together and see if it runs? I haven't yet. You know, just I need to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's funny. It's funny you mention that because uh, when I was in high school, I really got into trains, and I had me a whole city right. whole city set up on a four by eight piece of plywood. I had houses and what? and people and cars That's and awesome train man. tracks. And wow. then and then uh, when my parents moved, I just boxed it all up, and it's been sitting in my attic. I don't think any of my five kids know I even have this. Sam, really? Yeah, you need to wow. go get it and put it up just for yeah. your own self. For the, for the child yeah, inside. Put it up and, and play with it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What's the point in putting it in a box and sticking it somewhere? Right. That's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Pat, you've opened the door to something here. Hopefully for Sam. Hopefully for Sam. I hope so. No kidding. I think he could enjoy that now. Yeah. Well, you need yeah. to let us know when you get your, the, tr- the train running if you do. Let us know, okay? Okay, I will. Thank you. Y'all have a great day. You too, Pat. Thanks. You know, I think my family has I have my papa in his attic. I think he has some of my old Barbies. Mm-hmm. You're making me want to go get them. I thought this was all lost in the flood. Some of it was. Yeah, some of right. It, uh-huh. Excuse me. Some of it was at my house, most of it, and then some was at my mom and papa's and probably still there Okay, is what I'm, I'm told. Love hearing from you. Give us a call anytime. That number is 877-310-4MSJ. Sam and everybody who's dating in the world. Mm-hmm. What is what is the one thing you should not talk about or say on a date? This is one that was brought to my attention that I never had thought of before. But boy, does it ring and true! That's besides politics or religion, yeah, that yeah. would be always my first default. Two places never to go. Never to go. Never do. Oh, it. exes. You're on the right track. You're getting warm, Sam. Huh. Something that you should not say about an ex. <laughs> Something nice. <laughs> Here's my question. Before we get to what you shouldn't say about an ex on a date, I, I want to know this. It's been so long since I've dated. I'm grateful for that, Murphy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you for saying um, that, Jody. It's funny because you're not supposed to go that way and talk about somebody from your past the yeah. whole date, but it seems like it would you would naturally end up going there. Because uh, why are you single? Why are you here? Right. And in my situation, I had to have to explain it because you know like on the profile it addresses it you got three divorces and five kids you know what are you gonna do now right (laughs) how did that happen so how did you just talk about it but you downplayed it or kept it summarized just kept it short i mean i didn't hide anything i just kept it short okay 
So, do you guys want to know? The one thing that you're not supposed to say, and it's a good idea to not say this about your ex, especially on a date, you're not supposed to say the word crazy. Oh, Okay. Oh, wait, when to, referring this, to an ex? Right. You're not well, supposed yeah. to talk. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's common sense, right? Really? It happens, though. I can it see it happening. I didn't, yeah. you know, I, the ones I went on, I never said anything. I didn't say Good. crazy. I just Good. gave a description of what Good. happened. The reason is it leaves the impression that you're already talking bad about somebody that you used Exactly. To love. Well, that's what I was going to say. You can insert any word that's judgmental, and it would be a bad thing it's to say. It's true. Right. And the other thing is that they can also assume if you would say that about someone, you think that about the opposite sex yeah kind of oh, i could think that about them yeah yeah the date so look out for that <clears throat> i think that's sound advice uh so what's a synonym for crazy <laughs> listen anytime 24 7 murphy sam and jody free app for your smartphone jody's hollywood outsider sam did you catch that Lindsay vaughn is doing the uh running wild with bear grills show no oh man she is gonna kill that she's gonna do great anyway Lindsay vaughn who famous well she's a famous athlete in her own right right she has been through a lot physically and mentally and she had a three-year relationship with tiger woods mm-hmm. remember they broke up hey, who didn't <laughs> most people didn't have a three-year okay. well then maybe they did We'll know what we'll never know. Nope. Okay, so Lindsay Vaughn says it just didn't work out. She's happy right now. She has she needs to focus on herself and it's nice to be able to do that. But I loved him so much is the quote, and I still do, and it just didn't work out. That's a nice thing to say. Mm-hmm. I like it. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider.